High FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. We're going to switch our focus slightly now. I'm going to bring in Marion Merton. Marion is the uh, reporter, the journalist uh, with the Daily Maverick, uh, who follows the parliament assiduously. And she's one of a very, van- almost a vanishing number of, of journalists now who cover parliament. Uh, used to be the newspapers were when Parliament was in session, they would be filled with uh, columns about the goings-on of various parliamentary processes, uh, debates, uh, screaming matches, dignified screaming matches between Honorable Member X and Honorable Member Y. But she is, and I hate to do this phrase, almost unique now uh, in still covering much of what goes on in Parliament, because it really is important. And without this kind of coverage, uh, we are at a loss to understand where the process of politics on a daily basis goes forward. Marion, welcome, and thank you for joining us. Thank you very, very much for inviting me, and thank you for your kind words. But yes, it's... um... The last two years, certainly with COVID and the lockdown and the the way it's impacted all of us, has also had an impact in Parliament. And um, yes, I was just going to say, not always are those polite uh, fights between Honourable X and Honourable Y quite so polite. (laughs) I'm sure. (laughs) I can recall some ones back in the 70s that were, uh, you know, that were venomous, but... uh... There was always the honorable member is an X. What is now uh, the big items, the big tickets in the parliament? I know budget season is upon us, but... Uh... Look, the, 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 the list is long. And, and that is also one of the things. Um, parliament has a heck of a lot to deal with. So let's start with, the, with, with maybe the, the most basic and the most immediately in the public eye. We do have the budget votes. We are, the parliament is supposed to be adopting the budget. Um, so we had a whole series of the, the debates in the house with the minister standing up um, saying X, Y, Z, and then a debate around it. But I think the other thing that is very much in the public eye is finally, after five years of an acting appointment, Lila George, the Salga, uh, South African local government uh, Association uh, CEO has now been approved by both houses as the next permanently appointed secretary to parliament. The DA, EFF and Freedom Front Plus have abstained. The ANC supported whom they called Comrade George. What that means, we'll have to wait and see if it means anything. And pretty much all the other opposition parties basically said, we'll give you the benefit of the doubt. We'll go. Immediate. I think long term, I think some of the things that we might be able to chat about is the Section 198 committee, the inquiry into the impeachment of Busisiba Kwebane, the public protector. I think that we also, Zondo, the Zondo Commission report, it's due in Parliament by mid-June, well, it's due by mid-June, the President, and then in four months' time. But Parliament has been authorised to start dealing with it as of the 15th of June. Marion, let me just break for a second. We're we're talking with Marion Merton, journalist at the Daily Maverick, and the almost one and only person now covering Parliament in all its 
fine detail excesses and intricacies. This is the deep dive with Brooke Spector. And we're back indeed. This is Brooke Spector, and we are with the deep dive, but more importantly, we're with Marion Merton, who covers politics, parliament, and other things for the Daily Maverick. And you were just giving us a, a roster of some of the, the key pending matters, including uh, the circumstances of Busasiwe Mabuso, the uh, public protector, Mikwabani, excuse me, I beg yes. your pardon. Uh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. It's early. To say something about, uh, yes. <laughs> go ahead, please go, go right ahead. No, look, I, I, I certainly think, I mean, there is, one of the things about Parliament, there is always so much happening. As your, as your, as your previous guest said, one of the things that's also before Parliament, for example, are uh, suggestions to amend the party political funding. I think it's fairly low down on the list. Uh, I think much more closer is the um, Electoral Amendment Act uh, Bill, um, which will change how elections run. Um, the Constitutional Court still has to give a yay or a nay to Parliament's request for a six-month extension. So we're looking at having that go through the national legislature by the end of the year. It's, 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 it's interesting because the Constitutional Court had given Parliament two years to fix. The Home Affairs Minister took his time and, and basically the, the draft law only ended up in Parliament at the end of, of last year, which cut it fine, hence the extension uh, a request to the Constitutional Court. We've got the expropriation bill, um, not without compensation anymore, although that is a possibility still under certain specified consequences. So there's a lot. But I think in terms of the foremost in, in, in everybody's public mind, I, I do think that uh, the impeachment inquiry uh, uh, of uh, public protector Busisiwe Mkabane is there. That's been ticking along in, in the background. We are still waiting for the Western Cape High Court to come back and, and, and say whether uh, uh, Ms. Mkwabane's um, application for an interdict, uh, both against parliament and quite importantly, also against the president uh, over his expressed intention to possibly suspend her um, has been successful. And I think that'll be quite interesting. Parliament is proceeding with the impeachment inquiry because the Constitutional Court earlier this year said this, the rules are okay, the process is above board. They made one little tweak uh, with the rules to say full legal representation, not just legal advice. Any lawyer will, will know how, <laughs> the, the difference and it, it can make quite a big difference. And we've got public hearings scheduled for, for July, including four days to hear from the public protector. The big question is if the Western Cape High Court does not give the interdict against the presidential suspension contemplation, we may find that the, the public protector will be the first to be suspended from office pending the impeachment inquiry. And yeah, I, I, think, I, think, I think the state capture uh, report, which is due on the 15th of June, unless there's another extension, is going to be very important for Parliament. There were specific parliamentary hearings, parliamentary oversight. So we do know that there will be a chapter 
about how Parliament conducts itself with regards to state capture and, and all of that. What you're saying, from what I uh, can infer from all of that taken collectively, is that um, contrary to some of the cynics, the Parliament's not asleep. Uh, it's actually doing, in some ways, uh, and by many measures, it's doing what it's elected to do. In many ways it is, yes. Um, I, think, I think some of the frustrations, some of the public concerns are about the lack of speed. I think some of it has to do also with a lack of, you know, Parliament is a curious space. I mean, it's, it's, it's not like government. Like in the Western Cape, we have a DA government. They can pretty much do what they want. Nationally and in eight of the other provinces, we have ANC governments. They can pretty much do what they want. Uh, Parliament is, is, is an institution. It's, it's the legislative sphere of, of, of the state. And by its nature and by its character, is, it, it is a multi-party institution. So, you know, it's not a case of, of somebody who from the majority party, as it's called in Parliament, the governing ANC, waking up one day and simply deciding things. And then that goes. It, it doesn't work that way. You have opposition parties and they're quite chacharach and they're quite vocal. They will have their say. We saw that with the appointment of the Secretary to Parliament. It was all meant to happen from the 1st of June, and the leaders of the political parties just decided, no, that's not how it works. We are a multi-party organization and institution. You, you need to consult us. But yes, so, so sometimes, sometimes it's possibly that um, because of the, 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 the parliamentary kind of processes and procedures, there's a view that, that things don't happen uh, when they do. Um, I think we can, we can maybe have a different debate about the quality. We can have a different debate about the pace. But yes, it is, it is moving. This is the Deep Dive with Brooke Spector. Okay, well, we are, we are back in now. Uh, sorry about the gremlins who attacked our, our connection. We're speaking with Marion Merton, journalist with the Daily Maverick, uh, covers Parliament. And we, she was busy explaining the, 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 the uniqueness of the way a Parliament deals with issues and uh, topics. Uh, and we, in the remaining just a minute or a couple of minutes, if you don't mind, just sort of Pull that all together for us. Wow. Very quickly, um, Parliament kind of is doing its work. We can raise questions around the pace and the quality of work. I, I think some of, the, some of the basics of the parliamentary procedures and the niceties might come up and kind of interfere with, with, with are we working? I mean, it's not a place where you make an announcement and then there's a ribbon cutting ceremony and things happen. It's, it's a lot more involved. And the important thing is to remember that parliament really is a multi-party institution. It's, it's the place where we elect our representatives to. So it's a very special kind of place in our constitutional democracy. And I think that's important just to keep in the back of one. It's, it's a deliberative body 
rather than an executive body. And uh, people expect executive bodies to make things happen, make things occur. Uh, and a parliament is meant to take the population and the electorate's views in mind and somehow shape laws, rules, regulations, so that they're reflective of that and reflective of the founding documents of the, of the country as well. It's not an easy task. And I think worldwide, people get frustrated with parliaments and congresses and diets and dumas and whatever else we call them, wherever we are. Mar Marion, thanks very much. We'll have to have you back uh, to talk more thoroughly on some of these issues, especially if that impeachment moves into high gear. That's We're going to have to have that conversation. And that will do it. Would love thanks to. That'll have to do it. No, thank you. Thank you. That'll have to do it today for Deep Dive.